Good morning. Good morning. How are you on this fine, fine, beautiful day? I hope you're having a great day today. I hope you are excited for the moments of your life today. Look for them. Today is a day that the Lord hath made. We will be glad. We will rejoice in it. Rejoice in every single moment you have in this life. Under the sun, in this cosmos, in this arrangement, and be thankful. I'm still trying to uh, recover from the weekend. I mean, it's crazy. If I don't get you know, at least eight hours of sleep, I'm just a mess. I, I mean, it takes forever to recover. But yeah, we're getting through it. I was reading a, um, I was reading a day in First Timothy. I haven't gone over this in a long time. But if you go to First Timothy chapter one, verse one, it says, "Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Savior and Christ Jesus, which is our hope." This word, Savior, God our Savior, Savior is used of God as the author of all help, every salvation. He's the author of everything, everything in this life that helps you. God is the author of. And he set up Christ Jesus as our hope, the expectation of future good of, of converting or returning to the spirit that you are not returning, but you are spirit born new, born spiritual. And when Jesus Christ comes back, we will see him as he is and we will be seen as we are in all glory, which is that spirit. Verse two, unto Timothy, my own son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God, our father and Christ Jesus, our Lord. And I love this. Grace is that loving disposition, to see God's loving disposition and and favor towards you. Mercy is that active compassion, and I love that, actively compassionate for you. He's active in your life, God is, and his son, Jesus Christ. And peace, which is the state of undisturbed well-being. It's being in a place that you're not disturbed by things, by the outside world. Verse three, as I besought thee to abide still at Ephesus when I went into Macedonia, that thou mightest charge some that they teach no other doctrine, neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which minister questions rather than godly edifying, which is in faith. I always think this is so interesting. I mean, you hear fables like the tortoise and the hare and the principles that are therein. But how much do you listen to those fables and not bring it back to what God says about things? It's endless. I mean, there's so many things that we are, are, like, I guess, affected by or, or that's constantly dumped on us to move away from God. And if you don't check yourself, if you don't check your mind, if you don't bring it back to God's word, it's a little difficult to keep straight on things that matter. Even, I mean, even if, even when it comes to like what, what this world pushes you to do, like what you're supposed to become, let's say an influencer or whatever. Because, I mean, if you jump over, I mean, there's so much in this right now. I mean, I don't even know where to start. But if you go to 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, that first of all, supplications, which are prayers to do something, Prayers to God and intercessions, which are asking something to be given and giving of thanks be made for all men. We're to pray for others, just as you pray for yourself, for kings and for all that are in authority in order that for the purpose of, in order that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Now this is completely opposite to what I don't know, social media, everything tells you. We are to lead a quiet life, a peaceable life. 
It always it also talks about godliness. Godliness is a real, true, vital, spiritual relationship with God. It's not religious or religion, which is the outward act of religious observance. This is the relationship we are to build with God. That you're to live a life that's building a relationship, a true and personal relationship, that epignosis, a true relationship with God. It's the opposite of what is told. This is why the word is so beautiful. This is why I love it. If you go to church and you hear them nail you about sin condemnation, listen to this, verse eight. But we know that the law is good. If a man use it lawfully, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man. When you believe in the name of Jesus Christ, you are righteous. The law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for the sinners, for holy, for the unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers. The law is not made for a righteous man. Guess what? You are righteous when you believe in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, how antithetical is that to what is taught? When you read it, it changes your mind. I want to finish up with this. If you go over to, uh, this is uh, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. Giving thanks for all that are in authority in order that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God and our Savior, who will have all men be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between or of God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ is a mediator, a go-between, one who intervenes between two parties. That's the, re- that's the relationship with Christ in the body. He is a go-between between us and God. He sits at the head. He's there intervening for you in all things, all the time. You have an advocate with the Father. And you have God who loves you unconditionally. Stand fast, stand firm in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made you free and be not entangled again or enslaved again with the yoke or the weight of bondage or the law of servitude. You are free to go where one wants. You just got to start sticking your nose in the word and changing what you actually think on and stick to it. It's going to change your life and you will start standing in that state of peace undisturbed by the outside world because you know you have God. You have his son, Christ Jesus, and you have a company of angels surrounding you. It's a miracle the way we live right now. Have a phenomenal day. Pray the big prayers. Lift everything up. In the name of Jesus Christ, God bless you. God bless your family today. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Oh, I can hear the singers cry. Smell the sea and Well, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for today and just for the moments therein. I pray that you just walk with me today and show me exactly what to do and what to finish. I pray for my brother and the guys that you just take care of them during the time of moving everything and protect them. I thank you so much that you give us the the energy to finish everything that needs to get done. And I thank you for the peace that's that's here now and that's coming. And again, I pray for this country. I pray for those believers. You just 
just fill their their coffers full and um, yeah, just bless them. I just thank you for a great day and I thank you so much for your son and the way you set everything up and I lift it all up to you in the name of my Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus.